it is I, your spooktacular host, Brian, and you're listening to the spooky sessions of the Small Town Nerdcast, or, you know, just the Halloween special that we've been doing uh, this whole month in October. Hopefully, you guys have really been enjoying it. I, I don't know if you have or not, because you don't tell me things. That makes me sad. Meh. <laughs> No, but uh, hopefully you guys have been enjoying it. I've sure as shit been enjoying telling all these spooky stories, mainly because they, you know, revolve around, like, Texas stories, which is a whole lot of fun to me, and I just, um, I don't know, I like sharing these types of things. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you've heard these stories, maybe you haven't, maybe it made you look into them a little bit more. Maybe you, you enjoy it as much as I do. Who knows? But um, I, I've been enjoying it, and I've been enjoying looking into all these things and sharing them with you. And um, we've we've had some fun, man. We've talked a lot about a, uh, about a lot of cool stories. You know, we started with uh, the ghost of the high school theater in Odessa, Texas, with the uh, kiss and kill story, and uh, how tragic that turned out to be because it was in fact an actual like real life event that happened like <laughs> you could there are there are newspaper articles about it and how this dude essentially got away with murder and now her spirit just haunts the theater and you know kind of lives it up enjoys it uh we've talked about the like many different ghost light stories here in texas from the marfa lights to the ones uh north of Abilene, uh, even to the ones close to my neck of the woods in Brazoria County with uh, Bailey's Light, and how the how some range from UFO sightings to um, sad tales of a mother losing her children to even just kind of a funny, angry one of a dude who just wants his fucking whiskey, so he's just roaming around. So we've had those. We've even talked about uh, last week. We talked about the murder steer, and um how this poor maverick cow uh, was the cause of a man's murder and then another man's death after being chased by law enforcement for murdering another man and how this poor cow was branded the murder steer and now its spirit roams texas wherever non-law abiding citizens and people who just have a guilty conscience may roam the the plains and prairies to bring an omen of bad will i i don't know you know <laughs> um but this week we're gonna go a little bit different we're gonna maybe crank it up a notch to a, a tale that is a little more widespread a little more general knowledge i think while it does definitely have texas roots and texas storytelling and also is a little bit broader you know um, some people say it originated in mexico a lot of people say it is a texas ghost story um one thing is for sure it definitely has hispanic origins and it's definitely a tale that a lot of hispanic people tell it's one that i've even heard in my time and it definitely has to do with not going near any bodies of water especially late at night or else you may drown and um if you haven't guessed what the story is um i'll 
you've probably maybe you've seen the movie you know maybe like it's been made into a movie i think 2019 is when this movie came out it is the story of la llorona which is the wailing woman you know like the howling woman wailing woman <laughs> so yeah that's spoiler alert there there you go that's the story that we're talking about this week um but yeah so if you don't really know the story of La Diorona, um, let me break it down for you. So, like I said, there are many iterations of this story. There are many different tellings of the story, but all of them, for the most part, have a very common, like, theme, and, like, there's two common points. Um, there's the story of a woman who falls in love with a man uh, so madly in love. They have two children, and... Shortly after having the two kids, the the woman finds the husband cheating on her with a younger woman, and she's very upset, very distraught, and tells the husband to leave, like, I want nothing to do with you, Uh, leave me and the kids alone, and the husband angrily tells her that those kids are mine, like, they're coming with me, I'm going to take them from you, and they're going to live with me and my new wife, and we're going to be happy and you're going to be miserable. The woman upset takes takes the two young children and runs to the creek nearby the house and ends up in like a fit of rage and just not really knowing what's going on. You know, she's just very distraught, very upset, ends up drowning her two children. And then after realizing what she's done and after realizing what the husband like what the husband's going to think, she's like so upset, she uh, kills herself in the creek near the house as well. Um, and that, that's such a tragic story, and most of the time that's how this story happens. But the supernatural and scarier part of it is that when she goes to heaven, she's asked before she can be allowed in, where are your two children's? Like, where you're supposed to have two children, children with you. And upset and scary that she wouldn't be allowed in heaven, she, instead of telling saint peter what she had did she comes back down to the human realm and is now trying to find children to uh take to saint peter's to hopefully trick them trick him and allow her into heaven and they say that if you're ever near a body of water at night like traveling along a river or a creek that sometimes you can still hear the woman wailing the la llorona the wailing woman um, wailing in the wind or on the other side. Some people have even said that sometimes at night it's very faint, but you can see the shape of a woman dressed in a white gown um, walking along the side of a river or, or a lake and searching for children that dare stray too close to the waters. And that's kind of what that story has always been. And when it was told to me is don't be caught like, being too close to the water or else la llorona is going to grab you and it's kind of creepy especially when you're a kid man (laughs) but yeah that was always like the cautionary tale and the story that we always heard of course it was made into a major motion motion picture in uh, 2019 i said like an old person it was made into a movie in 2019 which i have not seen because one i listened to what my grandma said (laughs) And I don't need a movie to tell me that. <laughs> and it's, it's scary and creepy, man, at least to me. Um, 
there are definitely other iterations of this story and some might actually like could plausibly be the origins of this story um one version of it actually originates just outside of san antonio actually just east of san antonio texas and a little town sandwiched in between there and Seguin called St. Hedwig, Texas. And it's not the name of the town that um, really is creepy at all. But if you ever find yourself in St. Hedwig and you're driving down, you might actually come across a sign off the highway that um, lets you know of a creek that you're passing over. And it's called Woman Hollering Creek. Now, I get it. It might not sound that creepy hearing about it. Um, but if you ever have the chance to go visit, maybe you could. The story, though, for this that um, is very, quite similar is way back in the pioneering days, a, a family who lived near Woman Hollering Creek. Of course, it wasn't called that back then. It was probably just Happy Family Creek back then. Um their home or farm or whatever ends up getting raided by Native Americans that lived in the area and were upset with them. And the woman grabs the two children and runs to hide. But the, the Native Americans grab the husband and horrifically murder him. And the wife ends up watching this and watching her husband get murdered. And, um, and, and it's like, oh, God, we got to get out of here. We got to hide. Well, they hide near the creek and uh, the Native Americans start um, trying to find her because they know that she ran away. And they end up start getting closer and closer. And the, the woman, uh, terrified, but also doesn't want her children to be essentially tortured and mur murdered in a horrific way, decides to unfortunately spare them by drowning them in the river so that they don't die that horrific death and instead die by the, you know, the hands of their own mother unable to breathe underwater. Because <laughs> that is a way just, no, <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> but after realizing, you know, what she's done, the woman just, and realizing like that she killed her own children, she just hollers out and just exasperation and anger and just I'm over it like life is not worth living and ends up actually scaring off the Native Americans and um, is just left there with a, a murdered husband and two murdered children that she had killed in, in the creek there. And she's forced to live the rest of whatever life she had and uh, neighbors would say that she would just walk around, just walk near the creek and just scream and holler and wail into the night, uh, just upset about what she did and the fate of her children and her husband. And eventually that after she passed the uh, town and the neighbors around the area decided to rename that creek to the woman hollering creek, which is a tragic story, but also kind of makes sense man and it kind of makes sense where this la llorona story comes from um this happened a long long time ago and like i said it's sad but like i mentioned there are other 
stories and creeks around Texas where um, people say that this stuff has happened. Like there's one, I think, near Waco, Texas, which is north of Austin. I can't really remember the name of the creek up there, but a very similar story happens uh, to the the first story I told of La Llorona, where like a woman named Maria uh, has children out of wetlock and the man that is the father to the children won't marry her because uh, he's of a rich family and she's a very poor family so they like he doesn't want to mix with a lower class and her being upset because he wants to take the children from her so that he can they can live in the high class stuff she ends up drowning the kids so that he can't take them from her and she's upset by what she's done so she drowns herself and then you know trolls rivers looking for new children or people unfortunate enough to be close to the water and drags them uh, to their deaths so yeah those are all the kind of different stories of it it's scary it's sad and man it's something that i was told as a kid and i was always told to stay away from creeks and water and stuff like that and even now like as an adult I'm still iffy around bodies of water, man. Like it, water is definitely one of my biggest fears, and it's not just like, oh, I'm like, what is it, hydrophobic or whatever? It, no, it's not like, oh, I see water and I'm scared, but it's like water that I can't see the bottom of really freaks me out. You know, like I live near the Colorado River here in Texas. And it's a very dirty river. It's not very, like, especially where I live, um, it's very brown. So there's no telling how deep it is where I live. And it always kind of gives me a weird vibe, man. I don't like being near it. It moves fairly quickly. And so it always gives me a weird vibe, man. Like, there's some creeks and stuff that I've been to that are very clear. And you can see the bottom. And they're nice. And I like them. And they're not creepy. But, like... My hometown river, um, other rivers in this area, the ocean is a terrifying place to me. <laughs> so I just, whether it be ghost fish or Cthulhu type sea creatures, I don't want no part of that shit. But maybe you do. Maybe you like that. Maybe you want to go check out a woman hollering creek just outside of San Antonio. Maybe you want to head up to Waco to see where you could hear some of those spooky stories. Or maybe, you know, you're just crazy and just want to go to creeks and rivers at night and just see what happens. Maybe you'll see the woman in white. Maybe you won't. I'm not going to be there to find out because, my God, that is fucking terrifying. But anyways... That's it, man. That's all that we have for you guys this week um, and this month for Spooky Texas Ghost Stories. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And uh, if we get around to this again next year, if I still podcast or you guys still listen, because <laughs> I'll be here podcasting. I don't, I don't need you to listen to me. I would like if you listen to me, but I don't need it. But um yeah, if you ever, if we find ourselves around this time again next year, there's plenty of more spooky and creepy tales here in Texas, and we'll keep covering them. We'll keep talking about them because that's what heroes do. But next month, man, it's kind of a break from the theme type stuff. Uh, we're actually 
going to kind of get back into the normal swing of things and maybe add a little bit more. I've been on the fence about it, and I think I've mentioned on here um, thinking about but not actually pulling the trigger on uh, getting the Marvel Unlimited app because it costs, you know, if you pay monthly, it's $10 a month or it's like 60 something dollars for a year, but it gets it down to less than $6 a month if you do it that way. Well, I decided to get a year subscription to Marvel Unlimited, so I am back to reading uh, American comics. So it looks like uh, talking about Marvel comics is back on the menu, boys and girls and people and everyone around and in between and all around that, you know, just whatever you identify as. So definitely we'll start talking about comic books again. And I, I man, I haven't read comics steadily since like 2018, maybe, maybe 2020. Cause yeah, I think I kind of stopped reading comic books whenever I got the operator position. Cause I was just like pedal to the metal studying and working and training and like I'm still training but I'm almost done like I'm in the final stretch of like my on the job training so I soon I should be fully qualified and no longer have to worry about studying and all this other stuff and I can just live my life and just read and enjoy things for once <laughs> so that's the hope but uh, I decided to pull the trigger on it now because you know some of my time has freed up a little bit because the pressure isn't as on as it used to be so i'm happy about that and um we'll be talking about comic books like i said i haven't read in a long time so man if there's a certain character you want me to catch up on and check out i will definitely do that uh currently i am reading up on the amazing spider-man because that was a run even though i told myself like oh don't get into spider-man everyone's in the spider-man and then i started reading spider-man and then i too was someone really in the spider-man <laughs> and so, yeah, I've been reading that run up until the 2018 run is when I kind of fell off of The Amazing Spider-Man. So that's where I'm picking up now. And I think it's written by Nick Spencer. And they did some, like, I think the first few issue, issues are done by Ryan Otley, who's the, uh, the artist Ryan Otley. And I knew him famous for doing Invincible. Like, he did work on Invincible. I think he did something else i can't remember what else he's done a couple of other things but it's kind of neat seeing him do a spider-man book even though his art style is very different than what i i'm used to seeing that first spider-man but it's pretty cool man so i'm enjoying it we'll probably talk a little bit about that next week and uh then we'll just kind of play things by ear from there um, christmas is coming up i'm thinking about doing another event podcast for excuse me for christmas like we did with halloween but this time we'll talk about some movies some of my favorite christmas movies and then i thought well that's maybe a little lame so i thought like well maybe we could do christmas classics but everyone does like christmas classics what if we did like christmas non-classics so like christmas movies and stories that like maybe you like or like i like but aren't necessarily like on people's christmas classic lists are like you know not like not the first movie you think about when you think about like a christmas classic um so i don't know that's kind of what i'm playing around with if you guys have ideas let me know and maybe we'll take a look at them and see if i can watch them or rent them if they're readily available to rent 
But that's all that I got for you guys. And hopefully you enjoyed this month of Spooky Tales. And hopefully you're still enjoying the podcast. And hopefully we'll see you guys next week. We will talk to you later.